The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already picked on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with our over or under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's Sleeper slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everybody to the Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, joining you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast corner of England. Today is Thursday, June the 23rd, and we are here to handicap a full slate of games uh, for Friday, June 24th. Uh, I have two guests with me, the youth team here tonight. Uh, firstly, uh, we will go and say hello to Dylan Rockford. Dylan, how's it going? Oh, it's going great, Malcolm. Started the day 4-0. Uh, and it would have been nice if we had the no-hitter, but Noah already put you on blast. I won't go too deep into it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just why I've left Noah until uh, second to introduce, because we've got several bones to pick with Noah. Uh, first, <laughs> Noah is our third wheel tonight. Noah, good evening. How are you? Uh, good afternoon. <laughs> um, I'm doing great. I'm just watching this... Uh, Ole Miss Arkansas semifinal game. Winner goes to the final series and the loser goes home. Uh, it's a pitcher's duel, so hopefully Malcolm doesn't jinx that one either. Yeah, well, about <laughs> 10 minutes ago, shut up. About, about, about 10 minutes ago, we were just getting ready to record, and I said the, the, the little no hitter icon came up on my phone. Um, and Frankie Montas was throwing a no hitter through eight innings. Uh, against the Seattle Mariners. Now, this is episode 134 of the MLB Gambling Podcast, and I think we are a perfect two for two um, in live mushing of a no-hitter on the show. We've recorded two shows in the past. Uh, I know me and Moon after the first one. I think the second one might have been one of you boys earlier this season, uh, and it was a live uh, no-hitter, and we managed to mush that both in pretty much world record time. So I said, you know what? If we get on the podcast soon, we'll be able to mush this no-hitter live. Um, no sooner had I typed the sentence, uh, the no-hitter icon disappeared <laughs> and uh, the Rays um, got a hit off Frankie Montas. And in the 90 seconds that have intervened, uh, Noah has then grasped me up on Twitter by screenshotting that conversation uh, and sending it out for everyone to have a look at. So do you want to explain yourself, Noah? Do you want to explain yourself, Malcolm? You're the one that did it. I just did it because everybody loves the little look-ins into the group chats. <laughs> your little face, you're so pleased with yourself. It's absolutely ridiculous. Because <laughs> it's going to do well. No, I think you were waiting for this because as soon as it happened, the post was already up. It was It was already, it was already yeah, yeah, yeah. typed out. He had his f- finger on the button. He was like Kim Jong-un. Um, <laughs> we throw this across. The, uh, we're recording now. There was a lot of early games this evening. Um, so we know the outcome of the pod we recorded. And for a lot of the games last night, Dylan, we ended up on the different sides of those games. It was quite noteworthy. Um, and so you commented at the top of the show that you are a perfect 4-0. Um, which gives a clue to the listeners what my record has been tonight. But I cannot catch a break. Like I've fallen on the 
the wrong side of modern games all over the place. Um, Chicago got ahead in the eighth. The Cubs couldn't hold on, gave it back to Pittsburgh in the ninth. Uh, the Giants, as dogs, went down in a one-run game. Um, St. Louis ended up losing by two. Uh, I got oh, Colorado with the other one. Colorado was a dog. Uh, we're in the scores tied in the eighth. They lost that by one. Uh, so, yeah, struggling a little bit. Um, we did, I do have the under uh, in this um, Seattle A's um, game. So, hopefully, ridiculous happens there because I need to get on the board. Um, although I had the under in the Guardians Twins game. So, yeah. Uh, interesting stuff. You're going okay, Dylan, and I'm, I'm struggling to catch a break. But I'm amusing, which I suppose is, uh, is part of my job. We've got a full 15 um, slate game tomorrow. Uh, Friday evening. There's no day baseball, actually. Uh, there's one early evening game and then the rest are all uh, midnight starts for me or later, so around about 7pm over there. Uh, we will make a start with uh, 6.40 Eastern first pitch is the New York Mets and the Miami Marlins, and that is Taiwan Walker for the Mets and Sandy Alcantara, Cy Young candidate pitching for Miami. Uh, the Met are a slight underdog here, yeah? uh, at plus 108. Um, Miami behind Alcantara are the favourites at minus 26. Total set at seven and a half. Um, Walker's 5 288 ERA, 59 and a third, 44 Ks, 116 whip. Alcantara 7 and 2, 172 ERA, 99 and a third, 90 strikeouts in the 0 96 whip. And Walker's last two starts have been great uh, for New York. He's thrown 12 innings, only allowed two earned runs um, in those 12 innings and struck out 19 batters as well. He's had a 9 in a 10 strikeout game his last two starts. Um, Cantor has just been getting better and better. You didn't um, didn't seem possible uh, about a month ago, but he's now go- he's going 7, 8, 9 innings, uh, barely gives up a run. This just seemed like a really obvious under. Um, you can throw in the fact that Miami don't score many runs. They finished three to two again tonight against Colorado. Seems obvious. Looks like a bit of a trap. Um, but I take the under here at minus seven and a half. Uh, we'll throw this over to Dylan next because they are your New York Mets, Dylan. Uh, so where did you make your line here? Yeah, so for the total, I made mine at 6.3, so I love the under as well. I'm with you there. But uh, this is another problem where I'm fading my Mets, Malcolm. As good as the Mets have been this season, they have a losing record as an underdog, so not as profitable as being a dog as a favorite. But I love Sandy Alcantara here at home. I think both pitchers have really pitched well. Taiwan Walker, really, he's been getting a lot of strikeouts as well, so maybe you want to look over strikeouts, but... I actually love the under. I, I was thinking about playing that as my play, but I like both. So I'm going to take the Marlins on the money line at minus 115, and i also take the under. Okay, yeah. Uh, two for two then. Uh, Noah, uh, Mets at the Marlins. Make it a three for three because, I mean, both of these guys have been absolutely dealing this year, and Alcantara has gone at least seven innings in his last four starts, only giving up four runs total in those four starts, and it's been seven innings, nine innings, 8.2, eight innings. Um, Alcantara has been <clears throat> unbelievable for the Marlins this year. Um, I always like to interest myself in some Alcantara K props, and, you know, a Walker K prop might not be bad either, but definitely on the under. 
Okay, so three for three uh, on the unders there. Good, solid start for the boys. Um, 7.05 Eastern first pitch is the Houston Astros at the New York Yankees. It's Justin Verlander um, for Houston and Luis Severino for the Yankees. Um, best pitching matchup of the night, this one on the card. Um, the Yankees are the favourites, minus 114. Uh, Houston, minus 105. So not much between them. Uh, totally uh, set at seven and a half. Dylan, uh, Houston at New York. Um, game of the night, I think. Yeah, game of the night. And I love the Yankees here at home. I made them a minus 125 favorite. So right now I see them at a pick of minus 110 both ways. I think that's great value here with the better team, in my opinion, the Yankees. Nice comeback win for them last night to take this series against their uh, AL East rival, the Rays. Now they turn to Severino where he is undefeated at home this season. And I think the Bombers are going to be able to and take a few runs off Verlander. So I like the Yankees in their Little League ballpark. So give me the Yankees here on home. Um, Yankees then for Dylan. Noah Houston at New York. Not much of a play. I'm not going to break my own rule, but Verlander has not pitched like he has all season in his last two starts, giving up seven runs to the White Sox and four to, who was that? Miami. Um, so just plus he has not striking out many in both of those starts either. So depending on where that K-Prop opens up, I'd be interested to see the prices there Um, because he's had five strikeouts against the Marlins and three against the White Sox. So you might get some value there after two bad starts in a row. Otherwise, I'm probably going to stay away from this game because my gut is telling me the Yankees and I'm just not going to put money against JV. Um, Yeah, the the JV start from last week, Noah, was... Uh, on my radar because of, uh, we we talked about it and uh, you may be aware that it was one of your rules and then yeah he did he got um, he got hit um, hard and early uh, in that start last week I thought the seven and a half looked really low here I don't know what Dylan's line um, was but you just with these two lineups it's not a huge leap of faith to see any um, kind of big hit. Um, putting three or four runs on the board at any point here. Um, like you say, Verlander has given up a few runs. Um, it's that you've got the short porch out there. And I thought two or three hits in this game, uh, and we could be over seven and a half uh, with these two stud lineups going against each other. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy to take the over. I actually saw the eight earlier on. So the fact that it's moved to seven and a half gives me a little bit more wiggle room as well. Um, before we move on, Dylan, give us that number. What was your number on this game? I actually said my total at 7.2. Oh, no. So Dylan goes for the under. Uh, yeah. okay. I'm going to stick with the over. 7-10, Eastern first <laughs> pitch. Boston Red Sox, Cleveland Guardians. Nick Pavetta um, is on the hill for the Red Sox. And Cal Quantrill is the pitcher for the Guardians. And Guardians first time this season. Uh, Boston, minus 115. Cleveland, minus 104. A close game on the money line. Uh, the total is set at eight and a half. Noah, lead us off with the Red Sox at the Guardians. This is a matchup between two extremely hot teams right now. Boston, they're 9-2 and two in their last 11, and the over is 6-2 and two in their last eight. And for Cleveland, they are 11-3 and three in their last 14 games. Bumping for each team is Nick Pavetta and Cal Quantrill. On the year, Pavetta is 7-5 and five of the 331 ERA, 82 strikeouts, 29 walks, and 81.2 innings pitched. Pavetta has only surrendered one run in each of his last two outings in uh, seven innings pitched against St. Louis and eight innings pitched against Oakland. He has double-digit 
uh, strikeouts in two of his last three starts. And Boston has won seven of his last eight starts. For Quantrill, he's four and four with a 377 ERA, 44 strikeouts, 23 walks in 71.2 innings pitched this year. He's coming off of giving up five runs to the Dodgers, but he's been solid for most of the year, pitching to contact and keeping offenses from lighting up the scoreboard. I think my lean would be the Guardians to win this game, but my pick is going to be on the under with these two pitchers on the mound. Okay, so under. Uh, there at that line of eight and a half. Dylan can give us the tool that he got to and then give us his pick. Yeah, so for this game, I made my total 8.5, literally right on the number. So I'm going to stay away from the total. I like a side. I actually like the Red Sox here at minus 112. I made them a minus 115 favorite. So thankfully, I was able to grab that number. I honestly was hoping for a nice plus price with my boy, Cal Quantra Malcolm. You know, I love him, but I'm going to bank on Pavetta to have a bounce back start after giving up a few runs on the road his last couple of starts. But Boston, they've won four in a row, and we've seen the Guardians get shut out today. So that's making me think that the Red Sox are going to come out strong here on the road. So at this short price, I'm going to take Pavetta here on the road. Malcolm, Pavetta is yes. gonna Pavetta's gonna bounce back after winning seven of his last eight games. We're, we're taking Boston. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I'm kind of leaning on Quantrill. I, I don't know why Dylan's going away from his guy there. Well, yeah, Nick Pavetta's. I think the one bad start was the one I mushed him when I, I talked him up. I talked about his mechanical changes um, that he made mid game, and um, he's for that reason I really got no choice but to stick with him. Uh, these two t- teams are teams that I've looked at in uh, depth this afternoon. I, I actually wrote up a, a little MLB futures piece, which is on the website at um, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. I'm looking at the uh, player awards and looking at some uh, league winners. Frankly, I was trying to find some fancy price winners, um, some, some double-figure uh, priced winners. And the Red Sox got under my radar uh, by being... Uh, by virtue as hot as they have been. Uh, yeah, Nick Pavetta has been a big part of that. Um, I did talk him up, so I'm going to take uh, Boston on the money line, the same as Dylan. Uh, I'm going to stick with my guy, Pavetta, even though I do like Quantrill, uh, and I've been enjoying how the Guardians have hung in there uh, in their divisional race. But yeah, I'll stick with Pavetta. Uh, so even Boston... So even though... We, sorry, yes. sorry. So even though we don't get the live no-hitter sweat, we get a live college baseball sweat for Dylan. He's on the Ole Miss money line. They just trotted out their starting pitcher for the bottom of the ninth with 101 uh, 101 pitches, and their bullpen has not given up more than two runs all tournament in 22 innings pitch. So it's an interesting decision from Coach, but we're going to see how this works out. I'm going to see if I can judge how it's going by watching Dylan's, uh, Dylan's demeanor sitting on his chair, see if he's jumping about. Um, good luck with that deal. 7-10 Eastern, first pitch. The Pittsburgh Pirates um, and the Tampa Bay Rays. Mitch Keller for Pittsburgh. And Jeffrey Springs, the lefty, is drawn the start for the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Tampa Bay are a oh, 2-1 on favourite. Uh, minus 206 for Tampa. Um, Pittsburgh are plus 175. Total here is at 7.5. Um, Keller is... Two and five with a 472 ERA. He's pitched six one innings, 50 Ks, and a 144 whip. Springs is three and two with a ERA of an even two. 54 and one, uh, sorry, 54 pitched 56 strikeouts, 0.98 whip. 
Um, Keller's last three starts have been great. He's pitched 17 and a third. He's only given up four earned runs. Um, I do have some concerns with him on the road. He has a road ERA of 5.06. Um, Jeffrey Springs threw in his first bad start uh, last time at Baltimore. I think he gave up four in that game, if memory serves. Um, this just looked like an over for me. I think Pittsburgh has scored a lot of runs, um, although the, the opposition has been slightly... Uh, week of the face the Chicago Cubs, but they've uh, they've looked a bit funkier. Uh, they've definitely had a boost from the presence of of O'Neill Cruz, but uh, Michael Chavis has been hitting a little bit. Um, Brian and Reynolds, I don't. Yeah, Pittsburgh have been okay. You know, they've been a relatively fun team to watch. Um, I've commented a couple of times that this Tampa Bay lineup was suddenly a little bit light, uh, but this seven and a half is too low. Um, it really is. So yeah, I'm happy to take the over seven and a half here at minus one oh eight. Uh, Noah, we'll let you go next on Pittsburgh versus Tabby. Sorry, I was muted. Mama Beanick was uh, banging around some pots and pans upstairs making some dinner. But um, anyways, I kind of like the plus price on Pittsburgh here. Like you said, Cruz has been a very big, just positive um, morale booster for this Pirate squad. You never know what you're going to get from Keller. Uh, he he has that ability to blow up and give up six runs, but he has the ability to go out there and, I mean, throw a gem at any at any point that throughout this kid's career. He's talented. Just just some points, it's just like what do you, I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go on any further and ramble on because I'm, I'm really that guy is just stunning to me because he has all the talent in the world. So I'm gonna bank on that. And it's plus one seventy five. I'm seeing, and I'm she's sneaking, sneezing upstairs. Hopefully, the microphone's not picking up that one either. But uh, give me, give me the buckos. I like it. Be the packer going in your dinner there. Uh, no making a seat. Yeah, if I was going to pick a line on this one, I would. Uh, it certainly, I wouldn't be taking Tampa at this price. Uh, it would be Pittsburgh, although I have taken the over. Uh, Dylan, Pittsburgh at Tampa. Yeah, can't back the Rays here. Uh, can't back the Pirates either. Even though they have won four of the last five, I took them today. Nice win. But I do I agree with you, uh, Malcolm. I like the over. I was able to get a seven when the lines dropped. But even at a seven and a half, I still like the over. I made my line 8.4. Both teams, they've been playing more over games as of late. Both teams have gone over this number four of the last five games. So I think we see another high-scoring game, uh, especially with Keller on the road. Like you mentioned, his road record – his road record, not road, his road ERA, excuse me, has been concerning. So I think we see a high scoring game, maybe like 6 4, 6 5, something like that. So give me the over. Okay, like that. I'm pleased. I'm not, I now want yeah, you to be on my side tonight, Dylan, uh, after what's transpired in the in the early games. Um, 7 20 Eastern, first pitch is the LA Dodgers, the Atlanta Braves. It is Julio Arias, lefty, going for the Dodgers, and Ian Adams is the pitcher for the Atlanta Braves. Um, this should be a close match as well, actually, on the on the books. Uh, Dodgers minus 125. Favourite. Uh, Atlanta a plus 105. And a total is set at nine. Uh, and this one goes to you, uh, Dylan. Yeah, I love the value here we're getting with the Dodgers. I'm taking them straight up, but I do see value here on the run line with them as well. But... 
Just to be safe, I'll take the Dodgers on the money line at minus 120 on the road. As hot as the Braves have been, they don't play well when they're the underdog. Just 6-10 and ten sh- straight up as an underdog. The Dodgers are 22-13 and 13 on the road, and they've only lost one game as a favorite this season straight up. So I think we see a nice performance from Urias to get him back in the winning column. So I'm going to take the Dodgers here on the road on the money line, minus 120. Yeah, I did exactly the same. Um, I took the Dodgers here as well. I think last pod that Arias had this weird losing record, yeah. even though he had the stellar start line. Um, Anderson's last start didn't particularly impress me very much. Um, both um, the, the Braves have been scoring a lot of runs as well fairly recently. The, the, in fact, a lot of teams have uh, the runs have noticeably jumped up that we, we commented on on last night's podcast. Um, yeah, I just thought the value here was with the Dodgers. Um, Close matchup, uh, the lines will tell you that, but the money line for LA uh, minus 125. I just think Anderson is slightly vulnerable uh, to this port and Dodgers lineup. So I'll take I'll take the Doyers there. Uh, Noah Dodgers at the Braves. Doyers, I love it. <laughs> I say that a lot too. I mean, give me I, I like the under more than the money line here. I think I don't I don't know if Anderson's necessarily gonna give up a ton of runs. Um but I think the interesting storyline, I'm just going to go with storyline here is Freddie Freeman against the old team in Atlanta. Yeah. It's his first time going back, I think, I believe. So uh, that yeah, one's going to be fun one to watch. Yeah, there was some, uh, I saw some, a poll on Twitter, a stupid poll asking if he was going to get booed or not. Uh, and that sort of thing would just blow my mind. So yeah, I'd be interested to see, see what goes on tomorrow. Uh, with Freddie, um, 805 Eastern first pitch is the Washington Nationals at the Texas Rangers. Um, Paolo Espino is the pitcher for Washington, and Dane Dunnan is on the bump for Texas. The prices are Washington plus one third, Texas are a home favorite at minus 153. Total here is set at eight and a half. Uh, and this is with you, uh, Noah Washington at Texas, yeah. So Washington's two and nine in their last 11 games, and the under has hit in four of their last six. Texas, they're seven and four in their last 11 games, with the under coming in in six of their last nine. Chucking for the Nationals, Paulo Espino. And he's 0 and 1 with a 229 ERA, 27 strikeouts, eight walks, and 35.1 innings pitched. This is going to be his third start this season. His last start for the Phillies included four walks and five innings. So as they continue to stretch him out from the bullpen into a starter, uh, maybe the control becomes a little bit of an issue here. Texas, they're going to be starting Dane Dunning. He's 1 and 5 this year with a 438. ERA, 70 strikeouts and 28 walks and 76 innings pitched. My pick here is on the Rangers. I'm not too strong in it just because uh, it's a little juicy, but not entertaining the run line. And even though both trends on both teams lean towards the under, um, I'm not a huge fan of either pitcher in this matchup. And I'm looking to, or I'm interested to hear what Dylan's total is for it. Yeah, so for my... Yeah, yeah, so for on. my total for the Dodgers Braves, it's 8.6. Yeah, so I, I'd probably stay away from that too because I'm seeing eight and a half on my screen. Okay. Um, I am completely echoed. I've got written down here pretty much what you said. Nowhere. I saw the Tex, uh, Texas earlier on at minus 130. 
and I've written good price next to it. Um, turns out it was a good price. It was doing good YouTube because that's now gone to minus one fifty three, which is a, probably a little bit too juicy for me to throw out. Go no bet on the grounds that price has disappeared. Uh, but like I say, when I handicapped that earlier on, so there might be something. Um, nearer 140 at your book or it might even slide back the other way and um, Washington are just unbackable at the moment uh, whoever's on the mound for them uh, and I do like Dane Dunning um, he's been going okay for Texas so yeah Texas would be the play uh, but maybe not at minus 153 interesting to see what um, Dylan Price Texas Rangers up at yeah, so I apologize. No, I I said the Dodgers Braves total was at an eight point six for the uh, Nationals Rangers. I said it at a nine point one. So I do like the over. I actually made the the Rangers. But I this might be my lock of the day. But I took the Rangers earlier in the day at minus one thirty. I love them here at home. I just think the Nationals are a bad team. Not the best pitching matchup, but like you said, Malcolm, Dane Dunning has actually pitched pretty well at home this season. So against a national team who's been having problems scoring runs this past week, I think the Rangers take care of business. They're a better hitting team. I think they have the pitching advantage with Dane Dunning at home. So give me the Rangers here at home. Might be my lock of the day. Yeah, I mean, I like the Rangers too. It, it was just when I'm seeing it here on the screen, 154, I might still give it out as a play. It might be a little bit more than a unit just to eliminate some of that juice. But yeah, for me, giving it out here, I just feel guilty about it being the lock of the day. Sometimes the juice is worth the squeeze. For sure. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Dylan's... Um, connection was just dipping out a little bit there so we apologize for that but it came back in strong towards the end of his handicap so uh, we got the gist of what I was saying and we got his play so uh, we'll keep an eye on that apologies for that uh, I'm going to tell you about uh, win bet uh, and their $50 to win $200 promotion if $50 bet qualifies you for 200 bucks in free bets um, you can bet $500 on Sports or Casino uh, before July the 31st to win this ultimate fantasy football experience incredible prize Um it's a draft experience, which is at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Imagine that. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is download the WinBet app and visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And I will tell you about sleep. Uh, football season is creeping up. I'm seeing more and more uh, football content um, on my news channels, Twitter, fantasy football stuff. Um, a lot of my fantasy leagues are on the Sleeper app. Um, absolutely fantastic. The best uh, app in the industry. Millions of players and growing all the time. But they've added a, a little over or under game on there. Now you can make a few quid. Uh, choose your uh, props, either hits in baseball, points in basketball, pick the right players and then select your own stake and you can win anywhere from two to 20 times that stake um, by getting those right. Uh, the chat feature is really good. You can play with your friends, you can copy their picks, um, you can all get in there together. Uh, so loads of fun to be had. Um, if you use the code sleeper.com slash SGP MLB, um, sleeper will match your first deposit up to $100. So join our squad using the code sleeper.com slash SGP MLB. T's and T's apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Next game is a 8-10 Eastern first pitch. The Oakland Athletics at the Kansas City Royals. Cole Irvin, the lefty goes for Oakland. Uh, Zach Grenke is on the hill for Kansas City. 
Kansas City are a minus 143 favourite. Oakland at plus 123. Uh, total here is set at nine. And Cole Irvin is two and four. Has a 314 ERA. Has pitched 63 innings uh, with 43 punches and a 121 whip. Uh, Grenke is all and four. Has a 505 ERA. Uh, 51.2 pitch, 25 Ks and a 135 whip. Uh, Cole Irvin for Oakland. has been going along okay. Three or five ERA in his last seven. Um, he held Atlanta three starts ago in part of that little run. Um, he's going he's gonna to give Oakland a chance here, I think, tomorrow, uh, especially against Grenke. Grenke's getting worse. Uh, didn't start great and he's on the slide. Um, five and seven earned runs given up in his last two. Uh, 6.31 ERA in his last seven. Uh, Oakland, if you're going to take them, I mean, they showed tonight uh, that again, I'm guessing it's finished. Uh, that finished one to nothing. Yes, sir. Well, that one. That was just one to nothing. So Oakland can stay uh, competitive in games. And they're actually a little bit better on the road. Uh, they're 15 and 20 on the road. We know they're a bad side. Um, but I can't take... Uh, Greg in this position at all. Oakland at a plus price for me. Um, plus, I saw plus 126 on. Uh, we're seeing what we're seeing now. Plus 123. So, yeah, no changer. Uh, yeah, I like Oakland. Uh, Dylan, what you got? Yeah, no official play, but I want to wait and see if the Lions move in my direction. I made the Royals a minus 130 favorite. So, if we could get a plus 130 with the A's. I'll probably be on them with you, Malcolm. Granky is not the same pitcher we're used to seeing. And maybe it's because he's playing for the Royals, but I just can't trust him or the Royals right now. A's haven't been good either. But with the value we might be getting with Irving Cole, I, I think it would be a very good play if we're able to get a plus 130 or higher. So it's a wait and see for me. So maybe towards the morning, I'll, I'll be on the A's. Okay, so the A's potentially for Dylan. Uh, Noah, um, Auckland at Kansas City. Yeah, if there was a team that I was willing to play in this game, it would have been Kansas City. I think their offense is, uh, you know, on high tide right now. I think they're doing pretty well and coming off of that Angels series where they, they put up 12 runs in a game that Shohei had eight RBIs and they still won the game. Um, I, I I would pick Kansas City to win this game, but at minus 148, I'm just not going to. Okay. Uh, we've got two. Oh, my computer's been so... It's an Eastern first pitch. Colorado Rockies at the Minnesota Twins. Herman Marquez is the starter for the Rockies and Dylan Bundy uh, for the Twins. Um, the Lions are... The Twins are the favourites at minus 159. Colorado at plus 136. Uh, and this one belongs to you, Dylan. Colorado at Minnesota. Yeah, sorry. No, another no official play, but I do lean under. I made my total 8.8. I like Dylan Bundy. Great name, but for he's especially good at home. He's only given up five runs at home this season. The game today we saw ended Minnesota one nothing. I think if Marquez can try and limit the Twins the first couple of times through the lineup, I think we should be good because I don't expect Bundy to give up too many runs. He's really good at home. So if you had to play the game, I would play the under. I did make the Twins a minus 150 favorite, so I would need a plus 150 to take the Rockies. Um, it won't surprise you to 
to learn I came down the exact other side. Dylan, are you? Um, I've got the over here. I don't like Dylan. Wow. Wendy. Um, I think that's reflected in that five seventeen ERA. Uh, Marquez's ERA is a point higher at six sixteen. Um, as much as the Rockies are not great away uh, from Coors Field, they can put enough runs here. They can get the Bundy uh, for two or three, uh, and Minnesota can get the Colorado for a few more than that. So yeah, I don't mind the nine here. Uh, minus 116. And I did promise myself I was going to take more overs. I need to get off the under train uh, and start being a bit more adventurous uh, with the sun shining. So I'm going to start here. Colorado and Twins to go over. Noah. Yeah, sorry. <clears throat> Caught up. Uh, college game just ended. Ole Miss one two zero. So I was posting a little bit of content there on Twitter. But um, in this game, again, my my lean or I guess my pick would be Minnesota to win this game, but it's just a little bit too high for me to like feel comfortable in giving out. It's minus 160 that I see on my screen. Um, but I would like Bundy to win this game. And I don't I don't really like the over because the Colorado bats just don't play as well away from home. So that's just my basic handicap for this game. I would that's about all I got. Uh, more than enough uh, if it's good enough for you Noah it's good enough for me 8-10 pitches the Baltimore Orioles at the Chicago White Sox Radish for Baltimore and Michael Kopech is the White Sox pitcher um, he's got to be a short right here uh, not as short as I thought the White Sox minus 165 Baltimore plus 147 a total at 8.5 uh, Noah take it away again Baltimore at Chicago Okay, so in this game, we have um, my guy, Kopech, going for the White Sox, but there's no strong trends with the Orioles, and the over is 10-3 and three in Chicago's last 13 games. Starting for Baltimore is Kyle Bradish. He's 1-4 and four in the year with a 7.38 ERA, 46 strikeouts, 18 walks in, 46.1 innings pitched. In his last two starts, he has only gone 4.1 innings pitched and has given up five runs to the Blue Jays and six to the Rays. Whereas the listeners know how high I am on Kopech. I picked him as my AL uh, Cy Young this year, just as a long shot. But um, I, I'm going to have to take uh, Chicago on the running on the run line here. That's where I kind of fall here because I don't see Baltimore scoring more than four and. Uh, I'm not comfortable enough in this over. Um, exactly the same play. I think it's had to be. This is one, we normally get the one obvious one tonight we talk about. Bradish um, having promised it, he just hasn't delivered it. Uh, he's really on the on the skids now. Um, yeah, it just seemed incredibly obvious, this. And um, the price I saw earlier on of plus 130 uh, for the White Sox on the run line. I'm seeing plus 120 now, so it's moved a little bit. Um but yeah, and I reckon in f- I'm, that Dylan's picked the same here. Um, Dylan, prove me right or wrong. I reckon you've got the White Sox on the run line. Absolutely. I love the value we're getting here with the South side on the run line. That's going to be my play. I was willing to lay actually a small price with them, but I was able to grab a plus 130. Even at a plus 120, I still have to take it. Kyle Bradish has really fell off. You can't trust him on the road. 11 runs in his last two starts on the road. Now going up against a White Sox team who they've been scoring a boatload of runs in this past week. So I think this is just a bad spot for him and the Orioles. Orioles don't play well on the road. So give me the south side here on the run line, plus 130. 
Yeah, completely agree. Uh, you're right on that one. Next game on the card is another decent-looking matchup. It's an 8-10 Eastern first pitch between Toronto Blue Jays and the Milwaukee Brewers. Alec Manoa um, is the stud pitcher going for Toronto. And Adrian Hauser uh, is on the hill for the Brewers. Where the lines are... Are they up there? There they are. Uh, Toronto, minus 152. Uh, Milwaukee plus one thirty. Totally, I set at eight and a half. Uh, Manoa eight and two. ERA of an even two zero zero. Eighty one innings pitched, seventy three punches, and a zero ninety four whip. How is it four and seven? With a four seventy four or four twenty four. Can't read me on writing. Uh, it is a four twenty four. Uh, for Hauser, 68 innings pitched, 54 Ks and a 143 whip. Um, Manoa pitched well last time against New York, but they got to him for, for four earned runs. It was kind of a, a one mistake kind of game for, for Manoa, so it wasn't a worry at all. Um, he's just been brilliant. The 220 RA over his last seven. Um, Hauser's been consistently average. You kind of know what you're going to get. He's a, he's, a, he's a 450 RA pitcher. Uh, in whichever way you dress it up, he kind of bounces around that number, whether it's home or away. Um, it doesn't matter. This is um, much better at home, Hauser. I'll give him that. He's got a 294 ERA. Um, this really is, is the, the handicap on this comes down to how, if you expect Hauser uh, to hold Toronto and for how long. Um, I took a first five under here, um, unusual play, just because I think Hauser can start well. Um, at home, he's been going okay. Uh, expect Manoa um, to pitch his usual solid game. So I thought this could be a, a slow start. Uh, Toronto might pinch it late on, although the Brewers' bullpen has been um, outstanding. So the eight and a half might play as well. Uh, but I certainly thought early on this would be tight. Uh, and I'm going to take a first five under here. Uh, Noah. So what I'm hearing is <clears throat> you're going to want to rely on the total has gone under in four of Milwaukee's last six games against Toronto, but you're not going to want to hear the stat that the total has gone over in Toronto's last nine of their last 10 games. So it might be a little bit scary taking it under uh, in this one, but um, with Manoa on the mound, it gives you that little bit of confidence back because I'm going to be on Toronto here to win the game. And I actually do kind of lean under there with you, but I'm not going to be taking the under. And it's just one of those games where it's just like, again, it's a little too much juice for me and I'm not confident enough in the dog. Yeah, the price is about 15 points, just a little bit too far. Uh, Dylan, what do you make of it? Yeah, I really wanted to take the Blue Jays in this spot with Manoa on the mound, but the price got a little high for me as well. I made them a minus 140 favorite and the total 7.3. So I'm going to go under here. I think Manoa is going to be able to limit the Brewers. Manoa has only allowed seven runs on the road in 35 innings. This game just screams under to me. That stat did scare me a little that Noah mentioned with all the overs, but like he said, with Manoa on the mound, it gives me a little more confidence that this get, he'll control the game. Maybe you want to look first five under as well. I like that play from Malcolm, but I'm going to go full game under eight and a half. Okay, so everyone's leaning a little bit under there behind uh, the start from Alec Manoa. Um, 8.15 Eastern first pitch. Uh, this is the Apple TV game. Uh, it's the Chicago Cubs and the St. Louis Cardinals. Kyle Hendricks is back. He gets to start for the Cubs. 
and Andre Palante, I'm going to go with, uh, exotic sounding name for the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, the Cubs are plus one four. Uh, the Cardinals minus 162, right in that price range again. We've got a few a few teams tonight who are just in that 15 points, uh, two pro the back. Um, over uh, or under is set at 8.5. Um, Kyle Hendricks, Noah, uh, do you love him or hate him? Oh, I hate him. He's off the team. He's not coming back. <laughs> yeah, you did. You you uh, you jettisoned him from your fantasy team about six weeks ago, didn't you? Uh, not yeah. to be seen again. Um, yeah, so what did you make of this uh, matchup tomorrow with uh, Andrea Palanti? Interesting uh, name for St. Louis. Yeah, it is an interesting name. And honestly, it's like... He's done well in his appearances so far this year, but I'm going to go with the professor against the Cardinals. He's got some good history against the Cardinals here, and it's a nice price at plus 140 on Chicago. This is one of those that, again, we have the favorite opening a little bit too high, and the Cubs, they've stolen a couple of games as of late, so I'm going to ride the Cubs just slightly there. Okay. Uh um, Kyle Hendricks and Andre Palante. Yeah, Malcolm, you said this last week and you were right. You just can't back Kyle Hendricks right now. I'm glad Noah dropped him from his team. I think he's going to get lit up by the Cardinals. The Cubs are just awful right now. You should be fading them in every opportunity you get. I love the plus 135 we're getting here on the run line, and that's where I'll go. I think the Cardinals will bounce back after losing today. So give me the Cardinals on, at home, excuse me, on the run line, plus 135. Come on, the Cubs can bounce back after getting walked off by the Pirates today, right? No, 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 they can't. <laughs> Dylan completely shut no, down Noah's, Noah's handicap. Um, ah, yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, this is possibly um, me talking through my pocket a little bit after um, taking the Cubs tonight and watching them blow up. But um, I'd already written down um, the cards on the run line. Uh, it was plus 135 early on when I saw it. Uh, has shifted ever so slightly to plus 126. Um, but yeah, I just can't have uh, Hendricks. I was a little bit disappointed with the Cardinals' offence tonight. Uh, but they'll get back on track uh, at home tomorrow. Uh, yeah, and I think they're going to smash him up. I think they'll win this by five or six runs. Uh, so I'll take uh, St. Louis on the run line. That's uh, a lot to you guys. Yes, uh, two on the one. Mate, you can't win this tomorrow. That's uh, you're a dead man walking. Uh, 9.38 Eastern first pitch is the Seattle Mariners at the LA Angels. Chris Flexen uh, is on the bump for Seattle and Michael Lorenzen goes for the Angels. Uh, the Mariners are plus 125, Doug. Uh, the Angels minus 145. Total is set at nine. Uh, Dylan, Seattle at the Angels. Yeah, this cap is solely on Lorenzen. In every game he's pitched since May 1st, the game has gone over the total. It doesn't matter if he's home or on the road, the game goes over. I think the bats will be on full display tomorrow. I think it's, it's going to be a beautiful night in Anaheim. Wind's blowing out in center field, so just screams over. I was able to get it at eight and a half at minus 110. I love the over here. Okay, uh, fairly straightforward handicap from Dylan like that. Um, what do you agree? Um, 
the Mariners are four and seven in the last 11 games, but the over in those 11 games have, or the under, I mean, the under in those 11 games have hit eight times. It's eight and three. And there was five games played against the angels there. So the angels, they're five and three in the last eight and one, four of those five against Seattle last week where Mike Trout just absolutely tormented the Mariners. Chris Flexen, he's two and eight on the year with a 423 ERA, 52 strikeouts, 25 walks in 72.1 innings pitched, but he's lost in his last three starts. And for the Angels, Michael Lorenzen, who got slapped around by the Mariners, his last appearance, he gave up seven runs in five innings. I personally lean Angels. I also lean over. I don't like the trend where both of these teams just played five times last week and taking an over, even though it uh, most of the unders hit in that series. Um, I I lean on a Lorenzen bounce back, and I'm looking forward to hearing what Malcolm says because I know Lorenzen, he has a sweet spot for the guy. So, Right. Well, the issue I had here, this was a real double-edged sword for me because I do have a sweet spot for Lorenzen. However, um, I feel like I'm entirely responsible for uh, Chris Flexen's career. Whatever he does uh, is a direct result of what I have said or done. Uh with or about him. I just can't get him right. Um, I've talked him up. He's been terrible. Um, I've faded him or dropped him or cut him from a team. He's been great. Um, I've, I'm taking no part in this. I am reversing out of this uh, handicap uh, at high speed. I, I can't make a pick. I refuse <laughs> to make a pick. Uh, Chris Chris Flexin is on the naughty step and I'm going to sit there with him until he showed me some other stuff. So yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, I wasn't good enough to work this out. Chris Flexin's got me. He's defeated me. Uh, so I'm going to take a no bet uh, on this one, um, we've got three games left uh, to handicap for this Friday night slate. Before I do that, I'll tell you about Trade Coffee. Uh, Trade Coffee, a company that connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. You'll get expert tasted coffee. Trade's coffee team tastes thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. And you'll also get a first match guarantee uh, with Trade. We're so confident they'll match you right the first time. If they don't, they'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send a brand new bag for free. Uh, Trade has delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with more than 750,000 positive reviews. Right now, Trade are offering new subscribers a total of $30 off the first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find you a coffee you love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. Um, next, 9.40 Eastern first pitch, the Detroit Tigers at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Ronnie Garcia uh, is the pitcher for the Detroit Tigers and Merrill Kelly goes for Arizona, a pitcher that we like here. Uh, Detroit to plus 140, Arizona minus 161, right in that range again, totally eight and a half. Um, Garcia, one and two, 497 ERA, has pitched 38 innings with 41 strikeouts and a 105. Merrill Kelly, six and four, 346 ERA, 78 innings pitched, 66 Ks and a 129 whip. Um, Garcia's been quite likable in. Uh, in his uh, performances so far this season. He's he's been quite admirable in some of the stuff he's done, but then uh, a team usually does get to him eventually uh, for three or four. Um, 
He's been slightly better on the road, but that's a small sample. It's only an 11-inning sample there. He's done most of his pitching um, at home. Um, Merrill Kelly's been slightly uh, worrisome until um, his last start. He's, he's had a 5.50 ERA in his last seven. Um, two, in fact, two of his last three have been great, uh, especially a, a one hundred effort against Minnesota uh, through seven innings pitched. Um, Detroit, they're eight and 22 on the road, which is a horrible number. Um, the D-backs particularly inspire me with confidence, but I wanted to bet them here. But again, that price has just gone from, uh, it's at that minus 160, third or fourth time tonight. Um, I'm going to give this out as a no bet, although I think Arizona are going to win the game. I'm not brave enough to give Arizona on the run line. So I'm going to back up with this one as well. Uh, I need to get my betting boots polished for the weekend. This isn't good enough. But yeah, minus 161 uh, is the pick, but it's uh, not something I want to give out officially. Um, Dylan, could you dress this a different way? Yeah, so I actually made the D-backs a minus 170 favorite. <clears throat> Still a little chalky for me, so I don't want to take the D-backs here. And I would need a plus 127 to take the D-backs on the run line. But I'm going to go under another under here for me, Malcolm. I think we, with two bad offenses going as well as Merrill Kelly at home, I think it's a recipe for an under type game. After giving up five runs to the Reds, Kelly had a nice bounce back, only giving up one run to the Twins. So Kelly's starting to come back to his earlier form that we saw in the beginning of the season. I'm going to trust him. And I think at home, Diamondbacks play a lot of uh, unders at home. So give me the under eight and a half here. <clears throat> okay, uh, Noah, Detroit and Arizona. Yeah, my pick here is Arizona with confidence. I actually like them to win on the run line as well. I'm not a huge fan of Rony Garcia. Um, I I don't know if I've taken it to Twitter yet, but I would love for Willie Peralta to get this starting spot instead of Garcia. For some reason, it seems that uh, Rony can be stretched out into this long reliever slash fifth starter guy because all of our uh, rotational starting pitchers from opening day have been injured and banged up. We're getting a couple of them back here in the next week or two. Erod's on the restricted list still. And then Michael Peralta, I think his first name is Michael big Mike. Yeah. Um, he is uh, making rehab starts as we speak. So soon they'll be here to save us, but I am fading Roni Garcia in his career. He's only pitched 62.2 innings pitched, but he has a 589 ERA and just way too many walks, and he's given up 16 home runs. It's um, kind of – I don't understand how our bullpen's been so great this year, and this is the guy that we try to extend into a into a starting pitcher. He's done well so far, but I doubt him in this game. I'm going to be taking the D-backs on the run line. Yeah, yeah, um, I do like Willie Peralta, actually. I'm pleased you mentioned that. I didn't realize how close he was to making the – this rotation, I've got him stashed in various places, best balls and stuff. Uh, I was expecting a bit more from him. Uh, well, I don't know if he's pitch. close to making it anymore. We have Pro, our, oh, okay. we have Pineda and Erod like ready to come whenever Erod wants to. But yeah, but he's he's Noah's Noah's next man up uh, when yes. there's an injury. On, on my to... depth chart, he's he should be there already. Good enough for me, mate. Uh, the Phillies at the Padres is a 9.40 Eastern first pitch. Um, Aaron Nola uh, for the Phillies and Mackenzie Gore, the lefty, uh, for San Diego, who are a slight um, home puppy here, one of Dylan's favourites, minus 103. Um, 
the Phillies are minus 114 and the total is set at a miserly seven. Um, Noah, uh, interesting game, this one. Um, close on the books. Um, how did you split them? Honestly, I, I like the under. I'm not going to split either team. I think both uh, Nola and um, Gore have been great so far this season. And I'm not willing to put any money really in confidence on either side. I would lean towards the Padres and that small home puppy that Dylan always likes to say. Um, but I no longer have any stock in Gore. I sold high on him. And he's still done well. That was not a slate in gore, but uh, I, I I did what I needed to do in some season-long fantasy. And you know what? My team is on the up and up. We're, we're, we're aiming for the top half, for the top six to go to the playoffs, Malcolm. Okay? Okay, interesting. I have noticed you performing slightly better. Um, so, yeah, good luck with that. Um, Dylan, what was your line here on this Phillies-Padres game? Yeah, give me the home puppy, Malcolm. Love Gore in this spot. He's been great on the road this season. He's already pitched against this Philly team. Just three innings, but he didn't give up a single run in Philadelphia. Now back home in San Diego where the Padres are great at home, 20-13, and 13, and they've rattled off three wins in a row, where as the Phillies, they've lost three in a row. So I think the Padres should be the favorite here. I made them a minus 105 favorite. I think they should be the favorite, so I'm going to take the home puppy here. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll co-sign that one. I was surprised to see uh, the Padres were underdogs here. Um, home advantage, nothing wrong with uh, Mackenzie Gore. In fact, difficult to slit uh, Nola and Gore. Um, and I, I do kind of prefer this this Padres lineup. It's just slightly more reliable at the minute. Um, so, yeah, give me the Padres uh, in this one. I will take the home puppy, Dylan. Uh, last game of the slate is a 10-15 Eastern first pitch between the Cincinnati Reds and the San Francisco Giants. This is Graham Ashcraft uh, for the Reds and it is Alex Cobb uh, for the Giants. The Reds are plus 151, Giants minus 76. Total here is set at eight. Um, Noah, you can lead us off with the Reds at the Giants. Cincinnati is 0-7 in their last seven games, with the over-8 being 11-0 and in their last 11. The Giants return home after a 3-4 and road trip. I know you guys were talking about how they weren't going to have much success against the better team in Atlanta, and they went 1-3 and in that four-game series, so props to you guys. Graham Ashcraft, he makes the start for the Reds. He's 3-1 on the year with 3.51 ERA, 19 strikeouts, 7 walks, and 33.1 innings pitched. Malcolm, four and six runs have been scored on him in his last two starts versus the Brewers and the Cardinals. How would you assess your your uh, fantasy treasures performance here? <laughs> yeah, well, I picked him up um, and then left him on the bench after his first start, so that's never a good sign. I'm hoping tomorrow's kind of the uh, the acid test, really. I might have said that last week, actually. Um, so I'm giving him another <laughs> life anyway. Um, well, the, the acid test last to, last week wasn't a very good one. <laughs> no, exactly. And um, what I've done here is to ensure uh, he throws a no hitter. I've taken the <laughs> over. Um, okay. I need to get more. Um, I need to get away from the unders as to get some more overs in my portfolio. And this is one of them. Um, the Giants have scored loads of runs this week, and they've allowed quite a lot as well. Cincinnati yeah. have also scored a few runs and allowed quite a lot. Um, just runs everywhere these two teams and like I said I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to 
reverse jinx Ashcraft here. Uh, my yeah, my own that, yeah, my own yeah, fantasy. I don't know late round treasure I tried to make was Alex Cobb, and he's got a five sixty two ERA. So yeah, yeah. Um, he's three and two with forty nine strikeouts, only thirteen walks, and forty one point two innings pitched. But it's been an injury riddled season for him, and he's been better in his last two starts against the Reds and the Pirates. But again, it was the Reds and the Pirates. But he gets the Reds again here. Um, he only gave up two runs in both contests against Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. I'm not willing to lay the money line. I think it's a little bit high, but I like the Giants to win this game, and I'll take the over. Uh, yeah, okay, so over for me, over for Noah. Uh, Dylan, three for three? Uh, I don't know about the over, but I can't believe we're getting a plus 110 on the Giants on the run line. The Reds, they've lost seven in a row, and we all remember when they went on that losing streak earlier in the year. We might be seeing another one. So you just got to keep fading the Reds until they prove they can win consistently. But by the way, all those seven losses were all by two or more runs. So they can't even cover the run line. So I like the Giants uh, minus one and a half at plus 110. I was willing to lay a small price with them. As for the total, I made my line 8.1. So, yeah. Okay. So we like the over there. Uh, Fingers crossed. We get that one over the line. Um Lock and dog picks to come after we've talked about IP Vanish. Um, IP Vanish will protect your privacy um, more than just using incognito. Uh, it'll give you the added security um, to keep your private data safe from hackers, advertisers, uh, other prying eyes. That's why at IP Vanish VPN, uh, easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet uh, by encrypting 100% of your data. So things like details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited device uh, without sacrificing any speed, computers, tablets, phones, even your fire stick for when you're streaming. Um, IP Vanish are currently offering um, 70% off our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. The equivalent of getting nine months for free. So take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use the promo code SGP to claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Um, okay, I feel like this has been a bit of an epic show here. It's always 15 games in, uh, in a three-man crew. Um Maybe get about as much content as we can possibly fit in here. Uh, locks and dogs time. We will go to uh, Noah first of all. Um, Noah, what have you got for us? My lock of the day is going to be the over nine in Seattle and the Angels game. I was already going there, but Dylan sold me in uh, his trend since May 1st. Every start Lorenzen has been in, it has gone over. Nice. I love that. And that's plus money as well, plus 100 I'm seeing right now. And as my dog, I'm going with the White Sox running run line plus 120. I think we, I might not be the only one going there as well for my dog here today. Yeah, you might have a good point there, Noah. Uh, Dylan, what was your lock and dog? It, it's it's scary because I think we have all three of the same dogs. So it, <laughs> that, wa- that was going to be my dog. But now since we all have the same dog and I know <laughs> we do, I'm going to change it. Oh no! Uh, right on the no, yeah, I have to. Gonna, no, 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 no. Let's get let's the triple, triple dog graphic. Let's get triple the whole graphic dog. on the white. Triple, triple, uh, triple dog. Triple dog. Screw it! Screw it! Let's go south side minus one and a half plus one thirty as my dog. 
as my lock, though, I mentioned it, teased it earlier in the show. Give me the Rangers on the money line, minus 130. What's the line right now, Malcolm? Do you see 151. Um, yeah. Uh, 151 is it a little. It's a unit and a half play. Yeah. Squeeze every so, little bit out of yeah, it. Yeah. Squeeze, a, put a you little more it. on yeah. it. I really like the Rangers here. I, I just can't back the Nationals here on the road. I, I think the Rangers take care of business here at home. So give me the Rangers on the on the, um, money line straight up, and I'll, they bullied me. I'll take the White Sox on the run line as my dog. They bullied me. <laughs> yeah, we did. You it's know what would be hilarious is if Malcolm backs out now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to take be the Baltimore <laughs> on the money line for me. Um, I'll tell you what, we, Dylan, we'll allow you to take that Texas pick because because you're hot. If you were tr- if you were taking a minus one fifty to get out of jail because you've been on a skid, then I wouldn't allow it because you're hot. That's a solid play. I'm okay with that. Um, okay, so it is the triple dog. I'm going to take the Chicago White Sox minus one and a half runs <laughs> at plus one twenty. Um, for my luck, I'm going to go all the way back to the Pittsburgh and Tampa game and take the over seven and a half. I think it's too low. Um, I think Keller can give up a few. I think Springs is just starting to wobble a little bit, maybe. I think he's flattered to deceive. Um, and I think that uh, P- Pittsburgh have gone okay, scored a lot of runs this week, uh, put up another eight, I think, this evening. So they can contribute um, as bad as they've been uh, and get us to over seven and a half in that game at a price of minus 105. Plus the Rays oh, are due well, after being no hit after eight innings. And did you see that they lost that game? Then They ended up losing it. I think in the uh, in the uh, first part of the show, I kind of scanned down the scores and just assumed that uh, Auckland had won that one to nothing, but they didn't. They fucked it up and managed to uh, <laughs> manage to let Seattle. So uh, yeah, so at least Dylan, that, that's something say? I got right on last. Uh, that's something I got right on last night's show. I did give the under and uh, Seattle to win. So, um, real quick, I'm watching a anyway. little. Just real quick, sorry, Malcolm. I'm watching a video on how the game ended. I think every day we're getting closer to robot umpires. I, I truly really? believe that. The Oh, my oh. God. I'm, I mean, I, I didn't have a side. I wasn't really rooting for it, but it was clear outside and down. And, he, and it looked like the ump just r- rang him up to get out of there. And even the <laughs> catcher, even the catcher went to throw the ball back. And when he rung up, he looked behind and was like, oh, you gave that to us? It's it's getting out of hand. We're we're better off with robots. <laughs> oh, I look forward to having so, a little gander. Yeah. All right, yeah, we're here. we're going down a rabbit hole because this is my invention that I want to make and get a lot of money on, but I'm I can't do it. I, I'm not craftsy or anything. So somebody, a listener, please use this idea. I want a handheld tool for an umpire, and it's like a little telegraphic strike zone. So it sets it up for every batter from their knees to their belt, and then they just hold it. And then when the ball crosses that imaginary box, it just shows where the ball was. And then, boom, now you know if it's a strike or ball. No robot. You can still get the guy behind the plate, and you can call him safer out at a play at the plate. But just get him a little tool that will show them like a little telegraphic picture. Okay, I've no idea what to make of any of that. Uh, way beyond my favorite. <laughs> Sounds good, though. Told you, uh, going down a rabbit hole. We're just doing it. <laughs> baseball in the year 2052 podcast series with Noah Bennett. Um, cheers, boys. That was a lot of fun. Um, I feel like I've been talking to you for about five hours. Um, I'm going to go to bed is what I'm going to do. Um, enjoy chatting a lot. Thank you, everybody. You only jinxed um, I- Frankie Montas' no-hitter at 534 today, so... 
it does, mate. It seems like a long time ago. Maybe you're just talking to YouTube's drained me. Um, <laughs> I need Moonaf back. I need a I need a man of my own generation back. You. Oh yeah, I forgot to running, mention. Running I'm out of me. I'm out of town for a wedding this weekend. So and then Moonaf just got back into the states. I think yesterday doing NBA props already. So props to him yeah. for the NBA draft. He's he's grinding, grinding for you what guys. Happened? Tonight. The Alps messed up his I've, throat. I don't know. Everybody might not, might not the, have only uh, been Alps. Everybody at the Sports Gambling Podcast is always grinding. That's how we uh, That's how we do here. Um, cheers, everyone, for listening. I noticed the uh, podcast made an appearance in the top 30 of the charts, um, which we're all delighted what? about. Uh, so keep liking and rating and reviewing and doing all those things because it does help with all the shows that I know you love. Um, and I know everyone at the network appreciates it. Um, good luck with these picks. Uh, we gave out about... 72 picks tonight. Uh, we'll be back uh, at some point over the weekend uh, with plays for Saturday and Sunday night too. Uh, in the meantime, uh, the good Yankees luck. just Enjoy. hit Altuve in the first at bat of the game. Oh, get in. It's all going off. Lots going on. Um, <laughs> we will see you down the road. Cheers.